0: Hi everyone, this is Abhishek from shakethecosmos.com. If you're listening to this episode right now, hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss out on the future episodes which are released every Tuesday. I'm really excited about my guest today, Sean Stewart. And Sean and I met at Bowdoin College and man, those were some good times. Uh, I remember wanting to organize a hip hop concert back in the day and Sean had all the right connections and knowledge, so we had an amazing gathering of artists at Howell House. Um, And if you don't know Sean, you know, Sean um, Caliber is a Harlem native with a drive as notorious as the unofficial New York City boroughs itself. Sean's modus operandi is a simple one. No more excuses. His art is self-described as motivational music that inspires people to be better in all aspects of their lives. It is his simple tenet, but one that few people master on this winding road called life. No More Excuses is not only a motto, but also a testament to his drive for success. Whether masterfully engineering tracks for surefire creative studios or collaborating on projects with independent and major label artists alike, the the man informally known as S. Caliber raps with the same lethal edge given his namesake. He claims the music is a gift, a weapon, and a blessing, and it is one that has allowed him a great ascension in hip-hop, having performed with the likes of Talib Kavali, Valle, Naughty by Nature, Bini Saizhou, Dead Perez, and many other notable musish- musicians. Additional... Additionally, the music industry has taken note of his prowess with the surefire creative studio imprint being nominated for multiple Grammy, Soul Train and BET awards. Whereas some artists would be content, Sean is working just as hard as the day he started. I'm excited to talk to him about his current album, The Best of Us. It's a collaborative album with the Boston based rapper Versatile. The project features artists such as Sky Zoo, Tore, Emilia Rojas, Terminology, and other notable names. It is also showcases production from Static, Saleh Rod Laurel James, awesome. his Shorefire creative studio team, and others. The Best of Us is available. Oh, all all, digital streaming platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Music. And I took a listen and everybody needs to check it out. So, Sean, thanks so much for making the time. I'm really excited to talk about your latest album.
1: Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be here.
0: Awesome. We're going to get right into it. And I'm really intrigued by just this process of how, how does somebody come up with an album? What is the process to create an album? Um, And just in general, uh, many people like myself have never, never experienced that or
1: done that. So um, uh, the the process for making the album is different for everyone. So I'll talk about the process specifically to make this one. So, and, and I'll, give it, I'll try and make it as general to apply to other albums too, but in, in some of the nuances and the intricacies, those things differ across different artists and their process for getting albums done. But in the most general aspect, um, I linked with my boy Versatile. We sat down, started a few songs, and then we figured that we had enough chemistry to keep this going. So eventually these songs turned into more songs, more songs. And then we figured, hey, let's craft an album. So we sat down with the album. Well, we sat down with the tracks that we had, figured out, okay, cool, which ones are the strongest? Which ones can we just give away that wouldn't fit the project? Which ones do we want to feature other artists on? Now, based on the songs we already have, let's figure out what kind of album we have. Is there a concurrent theme going through all the songs? Cool. There's a theme going through these particular songs, right? So these songs will probably work well together on the album. Let's take these, set them aside. Now, if we were to use this in the album, What other types of songs do we want to fill in the blanks? Okay, cool. Which type of features and what type of artists do we think would fit the album, would fit the songs, fit the concepts? Let's reach out to them. Let's see what we need to get them on. There's a lot of, called in a lot of favors for the production with the beats. So that was our people that we work with, my team, Surefire. It was uh, some of my friends who do production also. And I reached out to a couple of outside producers as well, who they're friends of mine now. So we reached out to them, got the songs done. Now we went through those songs. Which one? which set of those songs fit the theme which one do we feel are the strongest cool now we're building now we have most of the songs in the album now what do we need to wrap it up it's funny because the outro is the last song on the album but that wasn't the final song that we did the outro we knew how we wanted to end the album before we actually finished all the songs so we did the outro somewhere towards the end but not the end the intro I think the intro was actually one of the last songs that we did for the album (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: what were some of the themes that uh, started to come out of this album as you were working on it
1: okay yeah so um like like you were reading from my bio uh like i like to make music that motivates people so a lot of it a lot of what what the themes were in there were motivation so motivation was a heavy one motivation winning overcoming obstacles then there were a lot of personal tracks, too, where some of the personal things we, we talked about being at rock bottom. Whatever rock bottom may be for you, different people go through different things. So everyone has a different level of rock bottom that they might have been in at some point in their life. What did they do to overcome it? What was next for them after that? So we talked about each of our points being at rock bottom in our lives. What that felt like for us. What do we need to do to overcome that? So I guess yeah, the consistent themes were motivation success like whatever success means you coming from a place of being unsuccessful to success so that's your rock bottom to reaching the top or to reaching the point where you're happy with yourself and then uh like you like no more excuses like a a lot of the i I say that a couple of times throughout the album where that was actually one of the things to get it done because that album the process for that album took over about six seven years and there was a lot of things that a lot of roadblocks that we encountered where we said to ourselves, like, all right, now it's time to like stop playing around. Let's get this album done. Let's finish it. Let's wrap everything up. So th- those are some of the o- overarching themes, winning success, overcoming personal obstacles and motivating yourself and also motivating others around you. Like I said, this album, even though it's me and my boy, it was a team effort. It took a lot of us. It took a lot of hands, all the producers, uh, the people who helped engineer it, the people who are helping to promo it right now all my friends who took a listen and shared it with their uh, platforms. So like I said, it's it's a whole big team effort. And that's what the best of us is. The best of us, it's not the best of me. It's the best of us, the best of the team that we're with. So that's just a celebration to everyone involved, celebration to everyone around me and all my different circles.
0: I appreciate that. And uh, I was wondering about that, like who, what it, what is the meaning of "best of us"? So it's really the "us" in there is really your team um, that you work with, or sort of the, yeah, just I guess how did you come up with the name?
1: So yeah, the best of us definitely stands for the team that we did the album with, so my showfire team, and then my close friends and my family, everyone who. Who they're involved in my music somewhat, whether directly or indirectly. So the the best of us is at one point it was the, the group was big, it was a lot of us on this roller coaster. As the roller coaster started having the ups and downs, everyone didn't make it to the end of the ride. Only the best of us did, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> yeah, so it, it, this hot, this showcases all the ups and downs that we had on that roller coaster, whether in the music industry, whether in life, and and any aspect of what you're doing in life. You you may start with a big group, and unfortunately, you may want everyone to get there, but everyone's not going to make it. So the best of us made it. And then when we talk about the outro, the outro of the song is called, what, of the outro of the album is called What's Left of Us. So it's like we gave our whole all into everything, like the same way we gave our all into this album, we gave our all into into the process that it took to get us to where we are, we get, we give our all into maybe our careers. We give our all into, you have our academics who are still going to school. You give all into your, your, your job. You give your all to your family, whatever it is that you give your all to at some point is going to drain you. So what's left and, and are you yeah. happy? With, are you happy with what's left?
0: Right. Um, and, and you mentioned education and I guess uh, I wouldn't, I, w- I would want to ask you then sort of maybe like in terms of Bowdoin College, like maybe what impact that had on your music uh, career or life uh, in terms of uh, where you are today?
1: So Bowden is one of the biggest milestones of my life. So you, I'll say one of the biggest bullet points. If, if we were to break life down into bullet points, i say Bowden is – top five at least. So Bowdoin is where I figured out who I really wanted to be because that four years there, it really shapes you into someone else. Like I came there with one worldview, met a whole bunch of different students and faculty staff who just through the classes, through the discussions, through personal conversations, it shaped me into becoming someone else. Now you involve my love for music into that my love for music changed as well because now it's like I came in there with one type of view. So I was making one type of music. Now learning everything through Bowdoin and things that I can bring out into the world now, that's going to expand. So my music naturally should expand with it. And Bowdoin gave me experience. Like I I did a a number of my biggest shows there. Like you named some of them. Like I I performed with some artists such as like Wale, Talib Kweli, Naughty by Nature, just a bunch of people. So it, it helped give me the, the platforms to perform, become a better performer, make better music. And then I also managed the recording studio at Bowden, which is funny because I managed the on-campus recording studio. Then now I end up for my career managing and owning another studio with my friends. So you could say Bowden helped give me like a small scale of things that I end up doing on a much major scale now in life. So that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that. And, um, you mentioned the recording studio, and you know, and just in terms of just the that kind of uh, the technology and the work involved in music. Like, what are some things like people going into this uh, industry maybe don't realize, or average person doesn't know uh, that uh, you might have faced, or just is just as generally known.
1: So, I guess the the one thing is. With everyone who listens to music, if if you're not involved in the creative process or you haven't actually seen it for yourself, all you hear is the end. You don't hear the hell that we went through in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, and I'll use the best of us as an example. What you hear is the final version of those songs. Some of those songs had about four or five other versions. So we sat there, we wrote verses that we were confident with at the time. And then, like I said, it was a process of over about six, seven years before we actually released the album. So some of those songs that we started in the beginning, we became different people by the end. So some of the content in the songs had to change, too. So, like, like for example, one of the songs uh, we did Go For Broke, where uh, my boy Verse, he raps about, like, um, having, like, his family there. And then in the process, he ended up having a son. So, he had to alter some of the words in there to include the son in the family. (laughs) Because you know, you want to be all inclusive, but something's important. Yeah. So, you want to be, so you had to go back and change the verse to to just make it general, like my family now. Now you have a bigger family. And then, like with This Ain't Me, This Ain't Me is another song where I, I rapped about going through something. And at the time, I kept it more general, but then I went through it again and it was worse. So, now I just made it super specific in the song. So, when you hear it, you're going to say it's very detailed because a lot of people say that's like the most personal song on there between that and sometimes. And we went through a lot of the things where we became super detailed in a lot of the lyrics. And some of those lyrics had to change because we went through things in life where it's like, all right, well, this doesn't apply anymore. Let me change that. So like I said, you only hear the end and you only see the end of same thing with the music video. Like we went through, we might have to pick the location, took some shots, And then we realized that location sucked in the end when we're looking at it through the footage or the shots that we took weren't good enough. So we had to go back and reshoot. But You don't see the reshoots. You just see what we chose to give to the public. So uh, it's always in the music industry, Like I have a certain appreciation for the process because before as a fan, I just heard what I liked and I was like, oh, this is cool. But I never really understood what went into it. Now that I'm actually active in it, You go through so much, so much changes. Like I said, the songs may change, the beats too, like some of the beats that we had.
0: And I was noticing Uh, that, I was noticing that as I was listening to the album, each song as you know has a uh, some of them have a different beginning like the beats are different and they start with a different beat and it's just amazing um i I guess uh you know i was listening to the song legacy and i was reminded of like a completely different beat than the other song so it's amazing
1: oh yeah yep that's one of my favorites
0: (laughs) yeah so i mean within the song like so you, you're collaborating with other people and what is what is what does that process look like what is the how is um how did you meet some of these folks um and because it it sounds like it's this is a this is a process that takes uh some time what is collaboration like
1: so for the best of us everyone involved in the project i have a relationship with so some of my relationships are stronger with some of these people than others because some of them are like my best friends. Some of them, like, if you pay attention to my social media, you might see me with these people every weekend. And these are the people I'm making music with. But so like the producers, like some of them I met through, some of them I met at Bowdoin. You have a couple Bowden producers on there. You have a couple of Bowdoin uh, rappers, like shout out to Jerry Edwards. Jerry Edwards produced one of the songs on there. He helped produce Go For Broke. Then you have Jeff Pike, who I believe he was class of 04. What do And Jerry, Jerry, I think, was class of 06, 05 or 06. But yeah, but either way, Jeff is rapping on, Jeff Pike, class of 04, he's rapping on two of the songs on there. So it's just like, I met people through all different walks of life. Like after I graduated from there, I met some other people during some of my work with the major labels. Some of those guys are produced some of the records on there too. So shout out to uh, my boy, uh, Third Letter C, Alex Kresovich. And then, um, yeah, then even after that, when I started working with Surefire full-time, then I met other people. So and then when, that was when I moved from New York out to the Boston area. So shout out to Dutra Bell, Easy Money Terminology. And these are all people who, I met these people. We had a friendship first. We, so we're all hanging out or everything. We, we're doing everything. We never really even dealt with music at first in the beginning. And then eventually it became time where I was like, all right, now it's time to actually, let's collaborate on music. We already established the friendship. We know we get along now. Now let's do something that will cement ourselves in in music history. You know, so collaborating is is tough because it's, it it can be tough without the relationships. Because you can still collaborate with people, but then that's when it costs you money, like a lot of money. Because this album costs money to do, like um, but it could have cost way more without the relationships. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. Um. Now, I, I and I appreciate you sharing that and the relationship piece and how it evolves. Um, and what's what's the what's been what are what are some people what are some what's some feedback your listeners are giving you on some of the songs that um, in the album? What are types of things um, you you're hearing? Maybe something you're surprised by or uh, yeah.
1: So, at first, when when I that revealed the track list and the amount of songs on the album a lot of people were saying like 16 songs is a lot because you know back in the day albums used to be the track lists were really long so you're getting like anywhere between 15 to 20 plus songs before and then that kind of went away now and then the streaming there now you get like really short songs and you may get like six to ten and now i guess they're going back to like 40 songs with that. Well, that's not, that never happened before they're doing that. now. that's kind of crazy to me, but just before with the 16 set track list, people saw that and they were like, Oh, that's kind of a lot. Then when they actually sat down and listened, they were like, Oh, I see why you had to put so many songs. Everything flowed really well together. And it's like everything fit into the puzzle. So that was one of the things where one of the sources of feel types of feedback was, Hey, I thought it was a lot of the songs at first, but it was really enough. Like everything flowed well. It was cohesive. That was one. Another was, uh, some, uh, some of the comedy in the album, like the Boston versus New York song. That's a song where me and Versatile are just hit dissing each other's cities. <laughs> but, but, but it wasn't anything like where well, we were like serious about it. We were just having fun. So even that, that was a fun song for people where we actually have people trying to see, okay, based on the arguments that we presented, who actually won? Did New York win or did Boston win? <laughs> <laughs> so so that's, that's some of the feedback that I've been getting from that. And then just to the features, like everyone loved the features. They said they were all perfect because you, you can listen to an album and some of the albums, some people will put some of their friends on there and their friends are not as talented as them, <laughs> to say the least. But... And what's
0: this a what's a I'm feature? What, what's uh, and when people think about an album? What is a feature? Uh, is that like a particular term?
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, so a feature is the collaboration. So, so you'll see a song like, say, for example, Legacy is mean, Versatile featuring three other people. So, featuring Jordan Xavier, Chilla Jones, and Easy Money. So, with that, you the features are just the other collaborators on the song. So, the other rappers or singers. Or whoever's performing on it, apart from who owns the album.
0: That's awesome, and I just, I just love that how it packs a punch with that. Where there is, you know, it's not just you. There's, there's just all these artists, and they all sound different. They all say different things, and it just really packs a punch when I, when I took a listen.
1: Uh, yeah, and and that's what we wanted to like, because it, it would have been easy for me and Verse to just do the album ourselves and just give it to you, but. The fun is hearing other people and their stories. Because like I said, there's a real personal album. It's real introspective. People are delving into real personal topics in a lot of these songs. So it's nice to hear the perspectives of other people, especially for 16 songs. Because then 16 songs would probably be boring without hearing other voices on it. So we we made sure to include a good amount of features, but also not too many. But you also want to pick the right ones, too. Because we could have put people who had no business being on certain songs and they wouldn't have fit where we made sure that we picked the right features, the most talented, of course, and then also ones who fit the songs.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, um, so what's, like, what are some, like, I guess... the decision in trying to include a song versus not include a song must have been kind of hard. And, uh, were there songs you were like, y'all, you guys had to have a very discussion about like, okay, but we got to include this or not. Or was it pretty easy, natural?
1: Uh, there was one song that we had called send them in, which was actually me versatile. And then, uh, and Pike on that song too. So, we wanted that song on the album, but for two reasons it didn't make it. One was there's a big sample on there where samples, sampling in hip hop is when you take and take a part of another, whether it's audio or another song you included in your production. So that beat has a sample from another song, which we'd have to clear. Actually it was a sample from a movie. Was it the Terminator movie? It was a big movie where to actually clear it would have cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Nobody was trying to pay that. <laughs> so so we left that off. But then also, too, with that, it didn't it, it fit what we initially had in the beginning of the album making process. But then when we got towards the end, it didn't really fit anymore. So even if we wanted to say, okay, let's go try and raise some money to clear the sample, it was like, well, at this point now, it doesn't fit. So we released it as like a free release on SoundCloud where we didn't have to worry about clearing the sample at the time. So people could still hear it. But it, it wasn't—it just wasn't a part of the best of us. Wow.
0: That's fascinating. So I appreciate you kind of providing some of the insights that go into the decision process themselves. Um, so again, um, any, any other things you want to share about this album but as we're wrapping up here?
1: Uh, uh, I mean... It's, it's it's a great project. Sixteen songs. Um, like I said, a lot, a lot of the viewpoints being expressed on the songs. Uh, it's streaming everywhere. Apple Music, Title, Spotify, available for purchase on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. Uh, sit down with it and listen to it from start to finish. Like you you can pick your songs later, but you should definitely listen to it from top to bottom so you can understand the story that we're giving you like go through the progression first and then after you listen to it from top to bottom once or twice, then go in and pick your favorite songs and then you can just listen to your favorite songs whenever. But the the listening experience is best from top to bottom for the first few times.
0: I appreciate that. Um, again, if you're listening, the links to how to listen, where to listen are in the podcast description as well. And best of us is available on Spotify, iTunes, title, all the music, Google play, uh, all the platforms. So again, thank you so much, Sean, for making the time. This has been a huge pleasure.
1: All right. b thank you for having me. Shake the cosmos. I like what you're doing, man. It's a real dope thing. Uh, I wish you the best of success. Thanks for having me again.
0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please hit the subscribe button. We'll be back next week.